gentlemen, welcome back to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Here we are in the beautiful, in-progress Freedom Wire studio, all together in person once again, minus one Mr. Sean Robertson. He is out under the weather today, confirmed not COVID. We're all good. Thank you for your concern. Yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the few of us who hasn't actually had it. So uh, thank you for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about this mind-boggling Time Magazine article talking about how the election was rigged, but it was for your benefit. Shut up and let them keep you safe. Uh, but before we get into any of that, make sure to uh, subscribe to the channel, like the video, share the video at the end if you agree with us and want more people to hear about it. We appreciate all that support. Uh, and while you're doing that, make sure that you sign up at freedomwire.com for uh, alerts about our podcasts and everything else you could possibly need. Do all that good stuff, and uh, then listen to us talk about this. So, guys, let's get into it. Ryan, you broke that story for us. I, broke, I broke it, yes. You broke story. the story. I did it. You, <laughs> I wrote Time Magazine's yeah, article. You, uh, you, you synthesized the other sources for us, distilled it down into okay. some of the key components here. Right, so basically, just a breakdown. Yeah, so basically what happened is Time Magazine reported that the election was rigged. Who knew? That's it. That's all you need to know, guys. All right, podcast over. <laughs> no, but they they talked about how big business got together and big tech and, and they got together and they and the lawyers and the Democratic Party, to, they changed the voting laws and, and to get more mail-in balloting and they all worked together. In lock, you know, in, uh, implicitly, an implicit agreement. They, they didn't sign an agreement, but they implicitly all agreed to, to, and it was to save democracy from Donald Trump. I mean, that's really, that's why they did it. And they, that's the best part about the article is like, they have to explain like, I know this sounds crazy. Like this, they even use the word cabal. Like they are yeah. like, but you know, it's like, don't worry. It's for, it's for your, it's, it's all legit. It's all about board. It's all, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, what's that line from Shakespeare where he's talking about uh Doth do protest too much. Only doth protest too much. Yeah, from Hamlet. Yeah. So that's basically what Time Magazine did there. So there you go. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. I mean, this this article was long. It it was a war and peace. Honestly, if it had been written by anybody else, you would have thought it was some deranged conspiracy theory. Because, as we like to point out, you're still, according to the laws of YouTube, social media, and all these other big tech companies. You're not allowed to imply that the election was rigged or in any way interfered with. So if Time Magazine was not Time Magazine, but just some random Joe Schmo, his tweet would have been flagged, maybe his account would have been suspended. The link would have been blocked from Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if it, if, even if it wasn't Time Magazine, if it was the New York Post, mm -hmm. they might well have been flagged. If they were anything other than a left-leaning propaganda wing of the Democratic Party, they their posts would be gone. Yeah, we're the fact-checkers. Yeah. It's harmful content, guys. Exactly. Harmful content. I feel like this could inspire offline harm. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we, we have the some of the quotes pulled up here, and this this is just so incredible that they, they felt like they could post this and be proud of it. And that's the thing, like we said. They are not just admitting it. They're not blowing a story open. They are celebrating it. They want you to be happy that this was done. Mm -hmm. So... Um, to the president, something felt amiss. It was all very, very strange, Trump said on December 2nd. Within days after the election, we witnessed an orchestrated effort to anoint the winner, even while many key states are still being counted. And in a way, Trump was right. Ah, in a way. <laughs> really? In a way. You know, they, uh... Told ya. They spent about a month being mad at Trump for saying that. 
said he was a threat to democracy for using those <laughs> those lines. Mm -hmm. And now he's not on Twitter anymore. Funny how they kick him off all social media. And they're partially impeaching him for this right now. Mm -hmm. At this very second, his impeachment trial is going on in the Senate for perpetuating election fraud conspiracies and whatever other charges they accuse him of. And that'll be our next episode, more than likely. Probably. But, you know, it's, it's breaking while we're filming right Unless now. Unless tr Trump becomes president again. We might have to we had to preempt the impeachment talk. I mean, who's to say how far this is going to go? But <laughs> given the the situation we're in right now, I very much doubt that is going to happen. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised by anything anymore. I just yeah. I mean, if they can come out and be this open about how they they and that's the point. I think Ryan, you said it earlier. They didn't rig it. They fortified it. Well, that's, that's what they that's said. What I didn't say, say that. Listen, say that. Yeah, this is, I'd this, love to take no, credit you, for that. You said that quote here. Yeah. This is what I'm. This yeah. is what I'm. I'm getting to here. Uh, they say that's why the participants in this shadowy cabal. They actually use the term cabal like that's a that's shadowy. a good thing you should not be afraid of. Um, that's why the participants want the secret history of the 2020 election told. Even though it sounds like a paranoid fever dream, a well-funded cabal of powerful people, ranging across industries and ideologies, working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, steer media coverage, and control the flow of information. They were not rigging the election, they were fortifying it. And they believe the public needs to understand the system's fragility in order to ensure that democracy in America endures. A month and a half ago, that would have gotten banned from every social media platform. Mm -hmm. But here they are saying it. Like, what, what were Trump's key talking points for the entire time he was, you know, refusing to concede the election? It's that a whole group of people behind the scenes got together from all walks of life and, you know, all different areas of employment, and they influenced perceptions, changed rules and laws, steered media coverage, and controlled the information flow. That was exactly what he was saying was being done. Well, I mean, it all adds up, and you just think about it. There's the Twitter suspension. There was the New York Post, Hunter Biden story, censorship. There was, to me, the the biggest thing that really needs to be looked at is all these lawyers that these Democratic lawyers. I think it was Mark Elias and these other guys. They went around the country and changed the voting law so they could have mail and ballot, massive mail and balloting, and overruled the state legislators completely by doing that. They so to me that was unconstitutional. Those those votes should have been, but that's a whole other discussion. So all these the, all this coordinated effort makes sense because we've seen it in real time, and then that just confirms what was going on the whole time. That whole you know you get the you get the the Zuckerbergs and the and the Dorseys and then the the CNNs, the Zuckers, and all these different mm -hmm. people doing all these different things, and the Bezos with the Amazon, you know, censorship and all that stuff. Parler, uh, it just makes sense. It adds up now. We know it already, it already did add up, but now we, they've just confirmed it because yeah, they're idiots. Like, all they did was write down <laughs> well, all the things we already knew. Yeah, thank you. Either they're idiots, and they're they just don't realize they're like so uh, caught up with bragging about what just yeah, happened and bringing the entire election, yeah, yeah. or yeah. they're actually they're defecting from the Democrat Party and they're a liberal writer, and this is how they uh -huh. are going to expose it. Because if you look at the art, the whole article, they listed people off name by name, the mm -hmm. architect mm -hmm. and different types of people. Yeah. You know, if like if you really wanted to keep that under wraps and make it seem like this was just was legitimate, because that's what a lot of Democrat voters are saying. They're saying this was a legitimate election. The mail-in ballots were um, they were valid because Democrat voters were told to vote by mail. Um, they're saying all this. Why would this person then go and say, actually, no, we actually just rigged it? So either they're a Fortified. defective genius, 
or they're they, a liberal they idiot. I don't know which one. <laughs> so that's the thing. So when you go, kind of go back to the to how they changed the voting to make it mass mail and balloting, um, you know, the that was always my concern. So I, I, we could talk about the voter fraud stuff. That's like to me, that's I mean, it's part of it, but that's kind of what we're not talking about today. But you, you take those ballots, and yeah, so putting it on that side, even if they're legitimate Democrat votes, they voted for Biden. That's still stacking the deck in your favor to get those people that would probably not have voted. And then you, you know, bail harvest, you get all these people, oh yeah, vote for, like, that's still changing the rules midstream, mid-game to benefit you. So that is rigging. Yeah. Uh, is it not? Like and it's, just because, you know, there was illegal changes made to the voting laws and, you know, suspicious activity, it mm -hmm. doesn't even mean that Biden didn't necessarily win. It just means there's a lot of questions we need to ask. And honestly, that's part of what a lot of the, the people around Trump are doing. Now, obviously, Trump's whole thing was all that happened, and also I've won. Um, right. But that, that's definitely something... It was we, enough to overturn yeah, the election. It was an, enough to, it, if not overturn, at least look into it, you know? Yeah, that was um, the problem. The problem that everybody had was that nobody looked into mm -hmm. it. The courts and the judges, they, everybody ignored it as if nothing was happening. Yeah, it, it never got its day in court. And people like to say, oh, you know, the courts threw it out. They didn't because it wasn't it wasn't thrown out in the sense that, you know, the courts had a whole investigative process and then just decided it wasn't true. They just wrote it off out of hand. They just refused and, to, you know, to open the case. It never went to discovery. They never compiled evidence. They looked at the binders full of things that, like, binders full of circumstantial evidence that could have been used to start an investigation. And they just said no. Mm -hmm. Well, and Trump has been saying this all along, and that was another part of the article. They were like, well, we heard Trump in, like, 2019 already talking about how the election was going to be rigged. Like, we had to get in front of it and stop him, you know, to save him from doing what he did, basically, where he, they said he was going to react the way he did if he lost or whatever. And, like, um, well, actually, no, he was pretty much right. He was, like, ahead of you guys. He knew, like, how they were going to act. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't, Trump doesn't get enough credit sometimes for, uh, he's pretty, he's very common sense thinking. He just looks around and thinks, like, well, that... That's obviously what they're doing right there. Well, that's stupid. Why are we doing that? Like, it's like I don't think he's like an ideologue. He doesn't have like a philosophy or anything. He just looks at things from a common sense standpoint. It was very obvious that's what they were doing. We wrote we wrote articles for months ahead of the election saying this stuff was good, especially in the mail and ballot in Pennsylvania. I the the reason why the Supreme Court didn't take that case up it will always boggle my mind. That should have been dealt with before the election. We wouldn't have had all these issues. Those ballots would have never been been cast for for the Democrats. And it, it's the extra legal changes made to the the voting legislation that's the big concern here because it really just proves oh anytime there's any sort of different situation in the world in the country whatever we can just change all the laws as we see fit well we also had attorney generals just overthrowing all the laws that the state legislators put forward right. as is their job to do so and it's un it's illegal for these ags to do that so. i and that's why i don't get and that's why it's so frustrating to me. What were these Republican in Democrat? Well, whoever the state legislators, why didn't they stand up to this before the election? Like months before, it was obvious. We already knew this was going on that they were doing. They were changing laws. I mean, half what sixty percent of America had already voted before election day, right? It was something like that high. Like it was already. It was too late. Even in back in what September or October, whenever people started casting their yeah. ballots. That's another thing that's got to change. I mean, we could talk to our blue in the face about. It. 
things that need never happen again in elections. Like, just go to the polls, people. Just go yeah. to the polls. Like, the, the fact that they did that, and, and it was really funny because, and I wrote, wrote an article about myself because they were, they called it the uh, the Red Mirage or something. I forgot, I'm, I'm trying to play, but yeah, they... Predicting the Red Wave. Red Wave, yeah. with Red Mirage. Yeah, so they basically, because, you know, Republicans were going to vote at the polls that day, and they did. They, you know, they dominated the polls on election day. People actually went into the polling station, voted Republican, and they're like, yeah, so it's going to look like Trump won early. <laughs> They've already said this game. Don't worry. Already, we're gonna don't worry it about it. But then those mail-in ballots are going to come in, and then all of a sudden Biden's going to go ahead. Like it was before. Like were we stupid? Like, like, and why do you think those ballots were there? Because they changed the rules. Because otherwise, that would not have happened. There would not have been eighty million votes for Joe Biden if they hadn't done what they had done at the and overrule the state legislators before the election, they were able to mail this ballot. And Trump called that from the get-go. He says, he's like, he always said I was for, he was for absentee balloting. He was not for massive mail balloting because this kind of stuff could happen. I just want to add, too, I, I just wrote an article about the Mike Lindell documentary, The Absolute mm-hmm. Proof, and I watched the first half hour, so I didn't watch the whole thing yet, but and that just in the first little bit, he had, Mike Lindell had infographs for all the states and all the, like a whole list of all the illegal votes that went in on election day and that were counted and that's the totals that we see today mm-hmm. and in georgia it showed that sixty thousand minors voted minors mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's as in people under the age of 18 not yeah people who work in a people mine under the age of 18 and mm-hmm. that's the simplest thing to just call it that that's illegal you could always you could argue whether non-citizens should be able to vote or whatever like the voter id process there's all these different things to say about that but Minors voting? There's nothing to say about that. That's just illegal, flat out. The, the only people who should be less allowed to vote than minors are dead people. <laughs> yeah. And we, we, had more than, we had more than a few of those. That, yeah. that also happened a little bit. But that happens every election year, so that's mm-hmm. nothing new. It just goes to show we need to fix a lot of this stuff. Because at last survey, I think it's up to like 75 or so percent of the country does not trust the electoral system. And they shouldn't. For, for one reason or another, and yeah. Because... In 2016, the Democrats yeah. didn't. As, so as like, I've said before, yeah. in these things, nobody gets caught the first time. Nobody gets busted their first time cheating in an election. You know what's crazy, though? So, I haven't sent this article in yet today, but uh, Claudia Tenney was the last Republican person to win the House race that was called just a couple of days ago in New York. And her election, her um, the election board's certification was delayed for more than three months because of election fraud claims mm. and mail-in ballot disputes. And she was up by a whole bunch on election night, just like Trump was. And then all these, they start finding all these ballots, and they start going to the Democrat challenger who was already elected two years ago. And so they started counting those, and they're like, wait, 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 no, 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 we can't do this. And they actually had a Supreme, a state Supreme Court justice who was more interested in election integrity. And they looked mm-hmm. into those and they found out, um, and they did a whole recount and they had all the different counties certify the legitimate votes. I don't know exactly which ones they threw out or kept or whatever, but the fact is they did an audit and they recounted everything and they gave it to the Republican, Claudia Tenney, by 107 votes. The razor thin margin. But that could have been the twenty twenty presidential election had anybody yeah. looked into anything. That was just that one house race to me is like a just it exemplifies the twenty twenty election. Yeah, because in many of the, the swing states that Biden won, he was within a pretty decent margin of error. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh it was an absolute blowout. That was in the states that you were expecting mm-hmm. to go to a Democrat. In the, the swing states it was 
pretty close right up until, for some reason, all these polling places shut down at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then resumed, we, resumed at 7 a.m. with, you know, thousands more ballots all for Joe Biden. Right. And this is the point. We're not even trying to sit here and tell you, or trying to sit here and, you know, tell you that the election was stolen from Trump. That's not what we're implying here. So we, we can believe it. We can argue. I believe for, that. Yes. <laughs> I would yeah. say, I don't know. No, I but mean, that, that's the point I'm trying to I'm make. I'm more convinced. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. At, at, with articles like this, it goes on to make you think that more and more with each passing day. But that's not the main point we're arguing here. The, the, the point is to try to show our electoral system and the trust people have in it is falling apart, and that has been going on for a long time. 2016, Trump won. Everyone thought Hillary should have been, or Hillary Clinton should have been the president. And they spent four years saying that he was an illegitimate president, a Russian stooge. And those Facebook memes from Russia, really turned the tide of the election. I I will once again throw out the reminder, Mike Bloomberg spent almost a billion dollars trying to become president, and it didn't work. Money can't buy anything. The Russians spent a few hundred thousand dollars on barely literate Facebook ads. That did not give (laughs) Trump the election. But, you know, in the intervening years, we have people like Stacey Abrams, who has her uh, gubernatorial race in Georgia that she just refuses to concede. Last time I checked, she still has not admitted that she is not the rightful governor of Georgia. She has not given up on that on that quest. But now she's a Nobel Prize nominee. So. But you can't... I want to add oh, to the, the time piece, too, because they also treat Republican or the American people as if they're stupid. It just mm-hmm. acts like you're so stupid that we had to do this. We had to fortify the mm-hmm. election for your own fortify. good. We had to sort out misinformation for you because you can't make your own decisions. We have to steer you in the right direction, and that's so offensive. It's so, like, arrogant of this whoever wrote this article or however many people to say that. Well, and the, the, and the longer they... I mean, I kind of uh, hope they keep doing that because they'll just... It would just make more and more Americans mad, and they're not going to vote for mm-hmm. that kind of those yeah. kind of people anymore. Like, and they shouldn't, yeah. because part of why Trump won in twenty sixteen and why he continues to have so much support even now when he's not in office is because he spoke to the people who were tired of being treated like an idiot, tired of having you know government elitists and their you know mm-hmm. cultural and economic counterparts look down on them and tell them that hey just because you're a blue collar worker you're an idiot we don't have to respect you and if you even go to NYU yeah, then you're not exactly and like th- that's why honestly probably the moment Hillary Clinton lost the 2016 election was with the basket of deplorables comment was when Trump said you are the elite mhm that that was that was exactly the moment because Trump said hey i see you and i don't think you're an idiot the other side pretty much continue to this day to tell you that you're an idiot. Yeah. And they don't expect you to see anything wrong with this. That's, that's the point. Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ain't black. If, if you're you a black person and you don't vote for Biden, you ain't black. Yeah. Uh, and Nicole Hannah-Jones of the 1619 Project, there's a difference between being racially black and politically black. <laughs> there's yeah. not. But yeah. like to this day, we're still trying to figure out what that actually means, but... I guess none of us are black, so it well, doesn't matter. Well, in a sense, you know, I, I can kind of see what she... So the other day I was actually looking into his, you know, Kenneth Owens, that she's thinking about running for president. 
and I was like, would she be the first black Republican woman to ever run for president? And she would, she would be the second behind, I can't remember her name, but she ran mm. in 2000. Mm. And, but there was like five or six other people who did run for president as a black woman in the Democrat party. And two of them were Marxists. I'm surprised. Think of that? What <laughs> Almost as if political ideology is not tethered to a specific race, but rather just. Well, people. I think it's um like a, it's tied to Muslim majority mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, which commonly includes black culture. Yeah, but it's like th- this. This is the point. People don't trust the election system anymore. That getting back to the point I was <laughs> making earlier. So many people now are convinced that, you know, we live in a system where your vote doesn't matter, and it's only corruption that puts people in office. And that's been, unfortunately, a very strong pushback from the Republican Party voter base. And it, it's what absolutely screwed Republicans right now. You know, you get your, your guys like Lynn Wood trotting out and don't vote in the Georgia Senate runoff election to punish the GOP for not backing Trump. Yeah. That, that gave yeah. the Democrats the Senate. I don't and know if Lynn would do it, but the, it was that that, perce- that feeling in the air. I think he gets too yeah. much. I mean, okay, I didn't it know who Lynn him. was. was it, it, was that, uh, it was that sentiment. No, I agree with the sentiment, yeah, but everybody's like Lynn Wood. I'm like, who? Mm-hmm. Like, until two seconds ago, nobody knew who Lynn Wood no, was. No, he, he wasn't the idiot responsible. He was just one of the, the people. He was just one of the idiots he was saying the that idea. Yeah, he was put that. But door-to-door polling and, you know, exit polling and stuff like that from that But if his strategy worked, it would be, like, a genius strategy, because then we would have if, most... If, if it were, it was a big yeah. gamble, but I wouldn't call him yeah. an idiot, because he's obviously a very smart person who has won yeah. millions of dollars in conservative lawsuits. So. Yeah, it, it's it just in, in that regard, it was <laughs> stupid because it didn't work. I, I, Had it I worked, agree. it wouldn't have been quite as stupid, but yeah. hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, we got Senate majority. <laughs> we got Senate majority leader Chuck Schumer, so I don't have much sympathy for the limited world. You know, I don't like Mitch McConnell. Yeah. I don't like his party. I don't like what he. I, did. I like. I don't either, but I don't like. I like Schumer less. <laughs> yeah. True, but I like, you know, sometimes people need a, a kick in the. You know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I trust Mitch McConnell's ability to do nothing more than I trust yeah. Chuck Schumer's capacity to do a lot of things. Well, it's all about the filibuster right yeah. now. If they get rid of the filibuster, it's game over. We, by the time midterms are here, it'll be, we'll yeah. be so far gone as a country at that point. That's why Joe Manchin's of the world and um, uh, have to hold the line on the yeah. filibuster thing. But I don't know. I don't I don't believe he is going to. Uh, He's going to get so much pressure from, from the left-wing mm-hmm. press and, big, hey, they'll probably fortify Joe Manchin's election, too. <laughs> it's going to be a long two years until the 2022 midterm elections. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I mean, how long until Kamala becomes president? They use the 25th Amendment, you think? Uh, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't put my money on it being that much I haven't. You haven't really seen much from her, as I would have thought. I think it depends on how much they can trust her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it depends on how much of it you think is actually not her. Like, you, you see a lot more of Biden, but... Does anyone trust that he's actually the one coming up with all these things? No, of course not. It's not like he says... But at the end of the day, he definitely got 80 million votes. The guy is just so electric. He got 11 million more than even Obama did. Yeah. You, it's amazing. It, it, millions of votes and also booed at the Super Bowl when he makes a video appearance because that's how the most popular president in American history should be treated, right? So popular, he needed 20,000 National Guard's troops at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our president of peace, hope, and unity, <laughs> who, 
who Captain was, Unity is what I call it. Yeah. Him. Captain Captain Unity had to be protected by twelve foot plexiglass. And what has he done, by the way? What's he done to actually try to unify the country? He hasn't done a damn thing to unify no. the country. He did he 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 all he means by that is do what we say. No. You that if you don't then you're not you're part of the problem, you're not unifying. This is just now us sitting around bitterly talking about all the reasons we hate Joe <laughs> Biden as president. But he honestly though, he yeah. hasn't done anything for Americans. If mm. you look at all of his executive order, yeah. not one of them is for Americans. Well, it's it's the same exact idea that was behind the Time magazine article, which is you idiots don't know how to keep yourself safe, so we are going to do whatever is necessary to make sure that you're safe whether you like it or not. Whether it's mask mandates, new border policies, new economic policies. They're doing it because they are convinced no one but them is smart enough to decide what the smart thing to do is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that we're sitting in a room right now, less than six feet apart from each other talking, and none of us are wearing a mask, in most states other than Florida, that would probably be a reason for us to get yelled at. Don't tell the mayor. Yeah, of course. We, we, we can't tell the mayor of Tampa because... Right. Yeah. You know, she'll she'll sick the police on us, but thank God we got Governor Ron DeSantis in our corner on that yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Well, one more thing, I know we're wrapping up here on the Biden unity thing. If he wanted to be unifying, he could tell his Democrats to stop this impeachment crap trial stuff, but he ain't going to do that. He won't even take a position on it. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, yeah, we'll let the Senate do what they want to do. Oh, suddenly you don't have an opinion. Yeah, su- suddenly... Yeah. The legislature conducting Matters. itself. Yeah, but thirty-five executive orders. We yeah. don't need a legislature. No, by, bypass Congress yeah. on everything but impeachment. And let's be honest, Biden might not openly take a position on it, but we all know what his position on it is. That's why he hasn't taken a position yeah. because it's an easy we, way out for him. Yeah, I guess easy, in a lot of ways, it's. Just, I mean, it is kind of the smart. There, there's no better political way, standpoint. No better way to dismantle Trump's legacy than to let him be impeached after he's already out of office. Or, or removed from a position he doesn't hold it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, there you have it, folks. Time Magazine, Democrats, elitists, all kind of think you're dumb. Prove them wrong by subscribing to Freedom Wire for mm. all this and more quality conservative content. Uh, if you liked the video, if you liked what we had to say, uh, give us a like. Leave us your comments. We do take the time to read everything you tell us. Con- we, Connor does. I don't. Yeah. I don't okay. pay attention. I, I I read them. Uh, <laughs> Thank but, you for coming, but I don't. Yeah, of course. We, we we read everything you guys uh, <laughs> you guys say. If you have uh, anything to say on this subject, ideas for future episodes, let us hear from you. We we love to engage with the community. Um, and then make sure you check the links down in the description for articles to everything we talked about today. Uh, even some stuff we didn't get to. There's always more to say on these topics because. This is life, and life is ever-changing. Uh, before we wrap up, guys, you got anything you want to... Did you want to fortify in? this podcast before we leave? Uh, we, can, we can fortify the podcast. fortify the podcast? Roughly 7 million bot views, I think, will <laughs> help us out there. Uh, Grace? No, I don't have anything. Um, we're not done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was Educate just, yourself. I was just going to... We're not done. Oh, I'm just glad <laughs> to know if I get fired from Freedom I can just go make solar panels. No, of course. Just if, easy if, transition. Yeah, if you lose your job, just learn to code. Yeah. John, <laughs> John, John Kerry told me that. Yeah. Word, words to live by from, uh, right. from Mr. Kerry there. So look uh, for me on the solar panel. Exactly. Farm. So uh, with that said, thank you guys for tuning in once again. Uh, always a pleasure to know you're out there watching us. Thank you for the support. God bless. And as Sean Robertson always says, stay free, America.